0: The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of GAU Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a GAU media station. Yeah. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. Philip Rivers outplayed Deshaun yesterday.
1: And Philip Rivers has a freaking busted toe that needs surgery. And somehow he outplayed Deshaun yesterday. That can't happen because Deshaun, at this point of his career, is a much better player than Phillip Rivers. So whether you want to blame Deshaun, whether you want to blame the Texans' defense for letting Phillip Rivers be better, whether you want to blame the offensive line, whoever it is, that can't happen when you play this team.
2: If you told me, hey, they're going to get 24 points out of the Colts' offense, you should be able to win. You really should. How uh, surprised are you that uh, James Harden hasn't shown up yet? I'm zero surprised. Well, he was strip clubbing it last night, apparently.
1: Yeah, I saw that. I, I mean, it's not a great look, but I think all of us understand that James Harden doesn't want to be here. I don't know that that means he won't be here.
2: I wonder if the remaining people who seem to think James Harden is worth having, this doesn't turn them on him at this point.
0: Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on
2: the Blitz. Our number three, 780 your number 713-780-3776. You can also get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like, you're good to go. Twitter at Fred Power, F A O U R. At AJ is the real. At Aaron is Blitz. At Degenerates nine seven five. Can text the show. You know the number for that. And if you miss the first two hours, that's some of what you miss. A lot of sports, but hey, what'd you expect? And uh, all good stuff you can find on uh, PodcastArena.com. Go and check it out. So uh, there.
1: Uh, a lot of discussion on the twitch about the the slam in the ufc fight um if you it, someone said what's the, the vicious slam everyone's talking about there there was a guy named jordan levitt who's got maybe the greatest nickname in the ufc now his, his nickname is the monkey king uh which i'm for that's a good nickname. Yeah, i love it um but he was fighting matt wyman who i mean his has been not a good fighter for a long long time now and he he got in on a takedown on him and picked him up and Wyman, like, kind of wrapped his legs around him and was, I guess, trying to find a submission while he was, like, holding him in the air. And the Monkey King just kind of drove him down with his forearm against his chin. And when he hit the mat, instant, instant KO. Pretty nasty, pretty, pretty good stuff. Uh, and they were asking if it should be legal. And absolutely. Yeah. You know, all you got to do, don't, you don't want to got to hold on. <laughs> you, know, you don't have to be crawling up on that dude. You could have, drop your feet down. He had the option to. Once his once his uh his forearm is on your on your face, that means he's not holding you up in the air anymore. You you can get down. You were holding yourself up there. That's on you, Bubba. Uh um, that's on you, Bubba.
2: Breaking news in the college football world. Damn. A and M Ole Miss. A and M Ole Miss Dunsky. No yep. game this week. Postponed Postponed, but probably canceled. it's not
1: going to be. I mean, when can they play it?
2: Yeah, here's a here's one that somebody threw out. Uh, so was it A and M or Ole Miss that was the problem? Ole Miss, Ole okay. Miss. Um, let's say Michigan can't play. Could you make Ohio State A and M happen? Ooh, because that would that would be your playing game, right? Yeah. Um, that's really interesting. That is interesting because if Ohio State can't play. Uh, Michigan.
1: Honestly, if I'm A&M, a i am already on the phone about that. Yeah. That's a good idea. Now, yeah, because both, but really both teams need it.
2: Well, Ohio State, now if I'm Ohio State, uh, I'm, I'm probably, like I've posted the number in the clubhouse. I just got to get enough games. I'll take whatever I can get.
1: Yeah, that's true. Now, but, Ohio, Ohio State could say, oh, we can't play Ole Miss this week. Well, how about, uh, Southeast Louisiana, you guys busy? Uh Louisiana Tech. You guys have a football match this weekend? Let's play, baby. Akron. UTEP. UTEP. We'll get you some action, baby. Akron right down the road. Bowling but, Green they could play. But how
2: how awesome would By that be? By the way,
1: be? I I bet on bowling or on Akron this weekend, minus two and a half points. They hadn't won a football match since October of twenty eighteen and they housed Bowling Green. Bowling Green's the worst team I've seen in a long time. Well, UMass from a from last year is pretty bad. Yeah, too. that was. One but of them. this Bowling Green team is just atrocious. So, uh, but uh, bad. Tyler says SEC won't let them play outside of the SEC, right? Uh, supposedly,
0: but yeah. But I
2: I think at this the Big point, Big Ten is not supposed to let they they're going to yeah, play outside says either. Big Ten will not allow it. Actually, they they have there's already been talk about the Big Ten allowing them to get enough games.
1: It, it, and, crazy and, and, times.
2: And that's the thing. It's it's like it it's all all fine and dandy you say oh well the sec they said they weren't playing outside big 10 said they weren't playing outside dude this is this is a different time man and you have to adjust and and why not i mean i'm sure the conferences would go for that and imagine the boy imagine the tv ratings for that if you wanted to uh you wanted to get some fans watching watching games on the telly yeah question is which network gets it well that's probably where the that, maybe both. that. Yeah, I mean, maybe you do. Maybe you do. Uh, I mean, that, that would be the biggest game of the year until the playoffs. Yeah. I think that'd be fantastic because.
1: Uh, bigger than Clemson, Notre Dame?
2: Well, because they're going to play that one again. That's true. Although at the time, that was certainly the biggest. And then with the way it finished, it was definitely. Yeah, it, but both teams need this one now. I think it would be bigger than the first time Clemson, Notre Dame played. I'm for it. The battle for the right to get killed by Alabama, <laughs> which, you know, that, that's, ag- what, that's what
1: everybody's waiting in line for anyway. Yeah. So.
2: <clears throat> Let, let's, uh, let's, let's look at some of the games from the weekend and, uh, Alabama beating LSU, which no surprise. You talked about that in the, in the first hour and what a, uh, a good betting game that was for you. <laughs> Notre Dame, that's a little bit slow start against Syracuse and then they put them away and. No real surprise there. That was the last test for them.
1: Syracuse scoring touchdowns on Notre Dame made me seriously concerned about Notre Dame and how serious they are. Uh, now, it could have just been a sleepwalk game, but Syracuse shouldn't that's be what it, That's what it looked they like. They shouldn't be scoring touchdowns on you like that.
2: No, it definitely looked like a sleepwalk game, and, and Notre Dame knew that all they had to do was win that, and it's Clemson rematch. So uh, so they, they did that, and like I said, I, I'm pretty sure – the playoffs already set unless they were to do something like that Ohio State thing we're talking about. How cool would that be? That would be awesome. Clemson over Virginia Tech uh, 45 to 10 there. You know, they're basically in coast mode now too, but uh, their their coast was a little more impressive than other yeah. games. Ohio State over Michigan State 52 to 12 and
1: they needed a game like that. They did. They did. Because <laughs> with everybody asking questions about You know, are they going to have enough games? Right,
2: and there, there, there was some talk that okay, they're a a four, and you know maybe a And M should uh, be over them. I don't really think that should be a debate.
1: Yeah, they they needed to go out and and make a statement, and they they did. So good on them.
2: Yeah, and and speaking of Aggie, uh, boy, they had a big fourth quarter, but they were outplayed for the first three quarters in this game. Now that's you know, what good teams will do yeah. you know, they might not play uh, great for the first three quarters and then they put it together auburn's not a bad football team you were asking who their third best win was there it is well, uh it's their second best it's their win their second
1: best win yeah still don't know their third best yeah. teams, but eh, but, it, but they get they did what i asked them to do get, give me another good a good data point and this mm-hmm. is a good data point and auburn's not bad they're not great but they're not bad
2: they covered but, the spread yeah
1: when you said Aggies before did. their best win was Ole miss besides florida i was like well, well that's not good but now, no, like, now no, they got a, a, a. I think I
2: said Arkansas. Well, maybe, no. Okay,
1: I, I don't know which one it was, yeah. but yeah, either one. Of them well, they hadn't played good. Ole Miss. That was supposed to be. Oh this yeah, one. you're yeah. right. Uh, so, it's no South Carolina is who you said. No, I said
2: that was their most impressive win. I didn't say it was their best. Oh, okay. Because that, I mean, they stomped the hole in those guys. They
1: didn't have. They didn't have a good second win. Now they do. Yeah. Whatever you think of, and Auburn's a what? They're a four-loss team. Right. So it's not like it's a great win. Well, it's at least a respected program. Yeah. And, and you know.
2: And they, they never beat him And Auburn. you know what?
1: I saw them in a dog fight again. And that's it, good to see for A&M. Uh, uh, I a mean, and
2: they're, they're, A&M's pretty good on defense. Yeah. They really are. The,
1: the truth of it is this. And this is will be unpopular with Aggie fan, And, and that's fine. But it's just, this is the, the God-honest truth. Th- this is a, a, a good Aggie team. This is not a contend for a national title Aggie team. Th- that team will get laughed out of the room. Uh, by by Alabama or, or really Clemson for that matter, but given the the circumstances of the season, th- this is a very good A and M team and better than I would have expected them to be.
2: Yeah, they well. As of now, they may or may not wind up with eight wins because who knows if they play again. Right. But uh, you know they're they're going to be they're going to finish in the top five or six, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yep. I, but I don't think the top four is changing. Uh, Florida beats Tennessee 31-19. That's another team that I think is pretty good. Uh, to me, they're basically the Aggies. That was a coin flip game. And Florida just hasn't had his chance to get killed by Alabama yet. Yeah. Kyle Trask with another solid game. That, that, I will say
1: this. I, I think that Florida, of, of all the teams left on their schedule, maybe Clemson, but I, I'm still not sure about Clemson. Florida has a, a chance to push Alabama because they can score with them. Yeah. They, they can't. They'll never stop Alabama, right? But they can score with them. I don't know if anybody else can. How good is Kyle Pitts? He's really good. Really, really, really good. Uh,
2: Iowa State, a forty-two-six uh, winner over West Virginia. Um, I why? mean, it,
1: it's it's a it, good win for them. It, it guarantees them a spot in the Big Twelve Championship. This has been a really great season for them. Uh, it's crazy that they lost to Louisiana early in the season. Uh, uh, you know, but if they win the big 12, good on them. I don't know that they'll beat Oklahoma when they play again, but they'll they'll have their chance.
2: Um Miami over Duke 48 nothing. I mean they're they're quite. You know, nobody really talks about them as being one of those one-win teams that just had the I mean one-loss teams. But they've been pretty impressive. Yeah.
1: I'm still not sold on them, but it, you know, they they're getting good quarterback play. Good enough on defense. Maybe we should give them a little more credit
2: uh oklahoma beats baylor 27 14 expected a little more out yeah, of you in that one not but, a
1: great not, not a great showing but i mean what do they what do they need to do
2: uh thriller indiana over wisconsin 14 to 6
1: yeah well okay
2: yeah uh and we mentioned this a little bit at the top but uh uh, Coastal beating BYU twenty two seventeen and congratulations to those of you who bet Coastal. I went against them for the first time all year and paid for it. Yep. Uh, but I, I think it's always asking me where Coastal should be ranked after that. I say about where BYU was like around thirteen, yeah. and uh, but uh, that was impressive. Zach Wilson did not have a good game. His receivers certainly didn't help either. Uh, but. You know, it it, it was one of those that once it was clear to me BYU wasn't going to cover, I was rooting for Coastal. And plus, Roger had bet on Coastal. So we were, (laughs) it's one of the first times we were going against each other, but it was kind of funny. TCU beats Oklahoma State. I was also wrong about that game. I had a nice bet on Oklahoma State.
1: Well, they were looking good early.
2: Yeah, I know. Uh, First half, I'm like, okay, this is great. I don't even have to watch the rest of this game. And then I did. Um, North Carolina got an easy win, Uh, Iowa beats Illinois. We talk about Rice upsetting Marshall, twenty to nil. Such
1: a crazy thing.
2: Yeah, boy, didn't see didn't see that one coming. Um, Stanford upset Washington. Yeah, um,
1: which not totally shocking.
2: Yeah, it's like a block kick at the end there to yeah to do it, and then uh, Oregon maybe they weren't what we thought they were. <laughs> they uh, lose to Cal. Yeah. And Tulsa beats Navy and that gets them, if I'm not mistaken, into the AAC championship against Cincinnati, which would know, be an interesting game. Yeah. So I said,
1: Tulsa's good on defense, too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there. Somebody asked, have you seen the family guys get on the Astros? It's Larry. I've heard about it, but I have not seen it. So, um, but yeah, a lot of. uh a lot of betting action, including a game tonight, and you can do it all at my bookie. And guys, I mean, they've got all kinds of great stuff for you to play. They got live betting. I've been doing a lot of that. Uh, the NFL games I hit yesterday were all on my bookie. They've got it all. And with my bookie, it's easy. You bet, you win, they pay. And you you got a game tonight, and if you want to get in on the action, go ahead and go to mybookie.ag and enter promo code Radio. They're going to match your first deposit fifty percent. Promo code radio when you sign up. And the cool thing is once you're signed up, they've got all kinds of of, uh, of, of contests and bonuses and, and all kinds of opportunities for you to get in on the action, whether it's you're just betting or whether you want to try something different. And it's all at mybookie.ag. Easy deposits and withdrawals. Tons of options. Promo code radio. Get signed up. Get in on the games tonight. You can, you can go live bet right now on the Steelers and the football team. You can go do that right now at mybookie.ag. Promo code radio, mybookie.ag. You bet you win, they pay. My bookie.
0: Time to stop. You need a taste of your own medicine. Cause I'm sick to death of swallowing. Watch me take This is The Blitz. Oh, that sounds great. On ESPN 97.5. Uh. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman.
2: And we're back on The Blitz, and uh, we we're talking about UH looking for a game and throughout out the possibility of Rice. Uh, so December 19th, uh, Dana Hogerson said during a conference call today, we won a game, we'll play anybody. Said the Cougars could explore several options, including a conference game against SMU that was canceled twice. He mentioned non-conference options against Baylor and Rice, two other opponents that were previously on, on the schedule. So might get UH Rice. That'd be pretty cool. Or UH Baylor. Um, I'd rather see a game like that than the SMU game just because you play SMU every year. And yeah. It'd be kind of fun to have something different. And it doesn't really matter in terms of conference or any of that stuff. All right, uh, let's squeeze a couple calls on. Is that uh, – what's – okay, John. John.
3: What's
2: up, John? Hey, evening, guys. Hello,
1: sir.
3: Hey, uh, yeah, I are talking about college football. It's right up my alley right now. I'm just kind of looking at things and how the BCS uh, committee is going to come out with things tomorrow. I don't see A&M moving. Uh, because the top four teams are solid right now, but it's just you know scenarios. I'm an Aggie, and I, uh, my hero's coach Jimbo Fisher. I mean, he's done a great job with that football team. And uh, if they were to come in fourth, nobody wants to see Alabama play A and M again because that's what that'll be the matchup. Then two plays three, and then of course those two play for the national championship. And I just don't see it now. If Notre Dame would have been like number one all this time in the polls, at Maybe if A&M earns that four spot, you know, and of course the Ole Miss game we just found out got dumped. Yeah. So I guess they go on to Tennessee uh, and hopefully get to play Tennessee. Well, here's what but, I will
1: say about that. I, I agree with you that they're they're not going to be keen on making them play Alabama again, especially because it wasn't a competitive game. Right. What I think could happen is if – well, if, no, if Notre Dame beats Clemson again –
2: They'll make Notre Dame number one to avoid
1: that, or no, they won't do that. I think that'd be too much. But they, mm-hmm. I bet they would make. I, I bet they would make Aggie jump Ohio State at that point.
2: They they manipulate it where it'd be yeah, Notre they, Dame they'd Aggie, find a way. And, yeah, whether it's it's Notre Dame one, I mean two wins over Clemson,
1: you could justify it. But Alabama will be coming off a Florida win. Yeah, they're, they're, they've been they've been number one, like receiving every vote for the last. Uh, how many weeks?
2: Yeah, that, that doesn't matter with these guys. You know that. They'll they'll do some way to, they'll do something to get those matchups to where it's not but guy I hate to break it to you A&M's not getting in It's almost impossible. Ohio State would have to lose or not get enough games and Notre Dame would have to beat Clemson I don't see either one happening and you know and honestly, I'd still like to see if if you're going to do that, I'd like to see Cincinnati be the team, but that's uh, is it Carrie? What's up,
1: Carrie? Hey guys, how are y'all? We're doing sports. What's up, bud?
3: Sports. Hey, so let me preface this call by saying I am neither a Coastal Carolina fan. I don't know where they're from. I, they're somewhere along one of the Carolinas, I'm assuming. That's a good guess. Nor am I a BYU hater. I could care less. But I, I want to thank Fred take this time to thank Fred because I was going to get on Coastal Carolina last week and then I heard on Friday him go off on how bad they were going to get beaten and I thought, whoa, I'm not going to punch that ticket. And then he said the magic words. 56-10 to 10 and move on this game as if it's already been played.
2: None of which I actually said, uh, by the way.
3: Yeah, yeah, you did. You got to go listen nope. to it, Fred. You got to listen to it. Uh, it's, I, it's
2: I listen. No, I know what I said. I, never, I was totally tongue in cheek on that, Chief. Chief. Yeah. You done?
3: Wrong, so don't get defensive. No, I'm not getting but defensive. all I'm saying is when it, I heard the... Okay, tell me when you're finished so I can talk.
2: All I'm saying is it was all tongue-in-cheek, okay? Now you can talk. Okay, well, <laughs> listen. Uh, you know, if you guys want to call and tell me how crappy my picks are, are fine. Do it all you want. I've been wrong 50, uh, 45% of the time. <laughs> And I was going off on the guy who was, who was being a real jerk, not, not Coastal Carolina. So don't, don't make stuff up, guys. I mean, that's, you know, yeah, I, was it, I was, it
1: was. it was your favorite play. It was
2: my favorite play of the week, and it lost. And, you know, I, I get people who do that. So this is what made me mad about that guy. He disagreed with me and then just started insulting me and getting personal over a disagreement on a game. And you know who's just as bad? Is the guy who made that call. Oh, you you said this, you said this, and got me on coastal. Okay, great. Congratulations. You made money. I lost money. You know, good for you. Go buy yourself some, you know, go buy yourself some beer and a prostitute and enjoy it. So, anyway.
1: Don't do that. That's illegal. Yeah.
2: Um, so, so would AM or Cincinnati be favored on a neutral field? A&M would be favored. AM, certainly. I, I would take Cincinnati. I still I'll stand by that. I wouldn't take BYU anymore. Um I think uh in fact I downgraded them quite a bit after Saturday. So but anyway.
1: <sighs> Got you fired up
2: now. I, no, I just I hate people. This is why, <laughs> man, this is why I'm working so hard to get my future planned out so I can quit doing radio a lot sooner than I ever planned to. It's stuff like that. It's just, you know, you're not funny. You're just a dickweed. Congratulations. So anyway,
1: I, uh, I think I am like, plus I, 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 cause I, on my UFC picks keep a, a running tally of, because it's not in the software, so in the forum I keep a, a tally of what what I'm doing every week on my UFC picks, and for the year I'm plus fifty one eighty five. Pretty, that's pretty good for yeah you know, on on UFC or MMA for it's a year. Damn good. Um, this week, uh, my two my two biggest fights on the card fell off on the day of the fight, got scratched. And I went one in four, lost four hundred bucks. That dropped me down to plus fifty one eighty five for the year. and the guy said uh, doesn 't get any worse than this. If all your efforts are going to be on college basketball, let us know. <laughs> like you can't lose it 's going to happen bubba it 's going to happen
2: no I, listen i I accept I accept the fact that it, because most people who want to rip you for bad picks are, you know, for one thing, they don't actually bet. They just, they just like it when other people lose. Yeah. I'm, you know, I, I like it when other people lose if they're, if they're jerks. So, um, but you know what? I, uh, I've, I've been putting up with this for longer than most of you guys have been alive going back to my horse racing days, including, The time I picked 10 races in a row and then got accosted outside the paddock for not hitting the 11th from some guy, you know, it's just, it's one of those where you go, okay, you know what? I don't, I don't need an attaboy for good picks, but for those of you who think you're, you know, being clever and funny because, oh, you know, yeah, I I lost enough money to be pissed off over it. I don't need you to remind me. I, I saw the score. That's one thing I wish you guys would get. When I lose big, I know it. My account knows it. That's why I drink a Carbok.
1: Oh, that's what you need. That'll make you feel better tonight, Fred. Don't worry, uh, guys. Carbok, one of the uh, the fine breweries in our great city, and one thing that Carbok does is it, they make something for everybody. Like it, it, they've got a uh, they got a wide range of people covered. Uh, I, I, there's a lot of kind of entry craft beer drinkers who the, a great entry beer, a couple great entry beers, Love Street. And Crawford Bach will get you there. And uh, and then, of course, the Hardcores, they've got something on their wall, especially down there at the brewery, some stuff that you won't be able to find anywhere else in the whole wide world, some barrel-aged stouts, some barrel-aged barley wines, some big boy beers. Uh, so, like I say, something for everyone. They've got the IPAs, uh, just, a, just a, a fantastic selection. What they've also got at that, at that spot is fantastic food. I'm talking some of the best food in the city. Not just bar food, like legit gourmet restaurant food right there at a brewery. Stop by and check them out. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to see what all the latest is. And when you're out and about, make sure you grab yourself some Carbock.
0: Of course, that takes a walk on the wood. First turn on the hood, they curse. five ESPN 97.5. Please am I. I- This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz.
2: Expecting Lance Erline to join us at some point here. But you tell him two minutes, he goes, okay, I've got five minutes of video to watch. (laughs) Oh, boy. Of course. Oh, there he is.
1: Well you guys you, I hope you didn't try to call Lance. No. Oh, you did find your phone? Okay. <laughs> well that's the, yeah, that one over there. That's good news. We gotta get you on these pills.
4: Yeah. No. Whatever pills you want to give me, I'll take them.
1: Yeah, I think that'd be good for Once you. Once we get
4: in the, into December, I'm open for any and all pills.
1: Okay. Yeah. It'll help you it'll help you with uh with lots of stuff.
4: Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> but, I'm good with that. I, I, took I a saw neurological... Lance this morning.
1: Lance said I think I left my phone on top of my car.
4: Yeah, but when I got out of the car. But I didn't. It ended up uh, slipping between the seats, so I actually ended up finding
1: it. Okay. Well, that's good news. Good news. It was great news. Uh, Fred and I were talking earlier about the Texans, and there's some positives to take away from this game, certainly. Sure. Uh, but it felt like that's the that's the worst game Deshaun's had it, like the number, like the when you look at the total yards, it's like, oh, that's big numbers. But the, he did not look good to me. That's the worst he's played, in my opinion, since like week two or three against the either the Ravens or the or, or the Steelers.
4: Um, you know, he had no touchdown passes, one interception. He made some plays. I think the big the big thing is we know he can make incredible plays and escape escape rush and stuff like that. But late in the game, one of the things that that got to him well actually he was having some issues uh, at a variety of times it's just you know getting rid of the ball on time yeah and that's been better lately.
1: it had been until yesterday and and,
4: yeah yesterday was Matt Eberflus and I look I thought this could be an issue against the Colts because they have a good defensive front but actually the offensive line was okay it was the pressure now left guard right guard had some issues from time to time certainly I thought the tackles played pretty well but um, Deshaun was his own worst enemy a couple of times, but I didn't think he played, I didn't think he played bad. Um, I just thought, I just thought he was kind of average. I mean, you know, the passing yards look good. What I liked was that he had a chance to make a winning drive and he did. He went down through no fault of his own. There was a mistake with a snap, but the the thing I like that I want to see is if you don't, You know, be that guy who hits the big basket even though you haven't had a good game in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Be the guy who comes up with a big at-bat in the bottom of the ninth when you haven't, you know, you haven't looked good up at the plate. And that's one of the things that Deshaun Watson, I think, I think he's proven that over time that that he has that ability. So, I mean, you know, I was happy to see him do that yesterday, but that's that's a pretty crushing, soul-crushing loss the way they lost uh, yesterday.
1: Is there something in between, like, Sitting on the field for two minutes and then sitting on the bench for five minutes after that, versus they're not going to take away my uh, joy. my joy. Like, is there some middle ground like where <laughs> you care, but you're not like sobbing like a baby five minutes after the game's over? I,
4: you know, I, I'd rather he, I'd rather it bother him. Than, yeah. Than, um, well, me too. Yeah, I'd much rather him be there.
1: But at this point, like, how much? Can that, it really I almost
4: you? wonder if that was almost a shot at O'Brien. Like, it was just so miserable in that in that locker room or in that building. I just wonder if at that when he made that comment, which was after the Vikings game, I
1: think. Yeah, I right? think so. Uh,
4: I remember Bill O'Brien was actually fi- ended up being fired after that uh, that loss.
1: But or was
4: it the
2: Steelers?
1: loss? I think it was after the after the Vikings loss. Yeah, yeah. After the Vikings. Because yeah. issue I, I, started I think it, with the Steelers. Happened. Yeah. I think that right after he said they're not going to steal my joy, it's almost like we were talking about, well, I wonder if he knew that they were going to get rid of him.
4: Yeah, I know. And and that's, you know, I wonder if that was the case. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if there's – I assume there's a middle ground. you should find a middle ground. It, it was interesting that he was that crushed by that yesterday.
1: Though. That's what I'm saying. It's like the season's over, Bubba. Like it, it's, it, you know, it would I don't it be want nice to, to, play, to win games. I sure. don't want him to play like it, though. No, I agree. Well, And yeah.
4: I'd rather he be hurt at this – the way they lost, than James Harden, you know, oh, yes. and Turkey time. Leg Hutter at the club. You Wait, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I'd much rather, he, he can sob as long as he wants. I'd rather see that than, you know, posting up for IG pictures at a club.
1: Well, what about this thought? At some point, do you say, you know what? Let's not have Deshaun Watson play anymore this year.
4: No, I don't Why
1: think Why so. not? It's a guy who's had two ACLs in the last five years.
4: Well, I mean, you're still. I think it's sets a terrible precedent that the league would really fight, and the players' association would have some concerns about it because
1: he's got a hamstring injury now.
4: You're, you're. Well, does he get paid or he does? Sure. For what?
1: Why wouldn't he get paid?
4: Is he intentionally? If you're just intentionally sitting him, I mean, this isn't load management. They, you still have season ticket holders, suite holders. Um, certainly, they're not all filling the stands up, but. You can you imagine don't that you would have to
1: s- prioritize your long term. Well, I don't franchise? think. I mean, if
4: you're worried about him getting hurt that badly, then I don't. Then you shouldn't have given him that
1: contract. If you're worried that
4: he's going to get hurt, I would have never given him the contract. To be honest
1: with you. But it's just like playing in in the fourth. We've said this before about guys playing in the fourth quarter of games that are blowouts one way or another, and you're like, Oh, what's he still doing? Now? What's I, Arian, I, what's Arian Foster still doing out there? And then. Poof,
4: But this isn't the fourth quarter of a game.
1: This is the fourth quarter of a season that's already over. you're expected
4: to play 16 games. I mean, that's what you're paid. You're paid 16 game checks or 17, whatever it is. And if you're getting paid, you you should play. I think it sets a bad precedent. And I think maybe more importantly, it shows a culture of not really caring about winning. Honestly, that's what the first thing I would think of was if I were on the outside looking in at this team and I were a GM or head coach, they don't really care about winning. I mean, it's about stuff like, the quarterback resting and getting paid and all this and that. And I I don't want any part of that if they don't if they're not even playing their best guys. Fair enough. Because he's supposed to be the guy that is the reason you want to come here.
1: He certainly would supposedly.
4: Be, yeah. I, I I still think that it's not going to be enough for the top candidates. I don't think just Deshaun is going to be enough.
2: I, I asked this to AJ earlier, so I want to get your opinion. Who was the worst of the badly overpaid Bill O'Brien players yesterday? Nick Martin or Whitney Merciless?
4: uh Whitney. But I mean obviously Nick Whitney didn't show up on the stat sheet at all. Yeah, the it, only the only time his
2: name was called was when they were showing him getting blocked out of a play. Yeah. I didn't even know he was on the field before that.
4: He got I mean and uh Romeo Cornell was asked about him. He basically said, well, you know, he's in there right now because he can do certain things in coverage and so that's what we're going with. It was it was a very tepid. (laughs) What's that certain thing? It was a very tepid. Yeah, it was a very tepid answer and response, and that was a really terrible. You know, Nick Martin at least can Nick Martin can get you through games, and he's okay. I mean, he's all right. Whitney Merciless right now is just a huge negative. Jacob Martin is a better player, and Whitney Merciless is just taking up uh, salary space. It, It made no sense at the time. I hated it at the time. That's a perfect example of when you cut bait. It's not even a year too early. You know, the argument, would well, don't be a year too early instead of a year too late. That wasn't even a year too early. That was the perfect time. They did this with Brian Cushing, too. Stayed too long with Cushing. Instead of drafting replacements yeah. and moving forward, they didn't do that. They signed Whitney Merciless.
1: But the problem is, you can, like, now you can't find a pass rusher in round three and four.
2: You can find better than this,
1: though. Well, well maybe.
2: But the problem is, you can't. Uh, Jacob
1: Martin was a late round. If that may yeah. have been
2: undrafted, you, you, have, you're stuck with is him really
1: Richard. a pass rusher.
4: Yeah. I think Jacob Martin was well, better than Whitney. Is the point. Yeah, but, uh <laughs> is there, no, for what you need though, for what you need, you can find some, you can find some rushers, but they're developed, but you know, they usually have developmental traits like Jonathan Greenard, you know, that's, that's a guy who had a wrist injury. At Louisville came to Florida, had a good career at Florida. Uh, well, good career. He had a good one year at Florida, but that was a third rounder. I mean, he. He hasn't had any impact on the season. So yeah, you're right. The best rushers, the guys who are going to help you right away, you know, they're going to be top 50 players, top 40 in most cases. That's why you don't that's why you don't give away draft picks. Because to find rushers is not easy. Everyone likes to point to a guy after he's already turned into a rusher, like a, a Frank Clark type. And Frank Clark's not even a good example. He's a second rounder and he had domestic abuse issues. So that's not even a good, you know, a, a good example. But you know, finding pass rushers is—it's uh, not easy. That's hard to do. Now, finding tackles outside of the first is hard. They've got a tackle, but they gave up so many first rounders. Finding cornerbacks—you can go rounds one, two, three to find a true number one. Uh, Shaquille Griffin was uh, a third rounder. He's a pretty good cornerback. You can, but—but but when you want to find the studs, it's usually first two rounds. You don't have that, and you need mm, three of those guys.
1: Yeah we we were talking about guys who weren't thought very highly of early in the season but now may, you, you in this dismal season you've at least found some positives going forward it seems like Adams and Moore on the defense look like look like guys that you can I don't think either one of them is like a cornerstone you know stud but they look like serviceable players where hell we didn't even know their names coming into the season
4: right i think i think both of them in a in a perfect world you want them as backups you want them as good quality depth Moore played really well yesterday, is making more plays over the last two weeks. Adams has done a nice job showing that, you know, he, he can be active and make plays. I don't think he's a starter on a good team. Uh, I, I think A.J. Moore might be. He, you know, he, he might be. I mean, he's done a, a much better job than Eric Murray did. Eric so, Murray
1: sucks. Eric, Eric Murray is he's another He's in the same throwaway. group of overpaid O'Brien guys. It's yeah, awful.
4: Another throwaway for money. A second rounder mm-hmm. to stills. Throwaway contract to to Eric Murray. Throwaway contract to Whitney Merciless. I mean, to a kicker. It's the hits. Yeah, fair. The hits keep on coming. It's unbelievable how the, the later the season gets, the worse O'Brien's legacy becomes. And it was really all because of his GM run. His yeah. desire to get all this power ruined his all of his legacy. I mean, he had a lot of wins. A lot of wins. I mean, he won four division titles. He won more than he lost
1: here. Yeah, he did. There were more and, good but he's seasons be, on the field than off. He's going to be known as like he'll the be worst. Hated. He'll
4: be the most hated guy. And he wasn't beloved anyway, but this this stuff he did in personnel completely ruined his legacy. And it's his fault. He yeah. was he was after this the whole time.
1: Well, Fred mentioned this, and and it, he's right. You look at, at Cunningham, who... It did not He looked like he was going to have a horrible season, and he was going to be another one of these awful contracts. And, and he still might back. be. But when Adams came on the field instead of McKinney, Cunningham started to play a lot better with with uh, with Adams in there with him.
4: Yeah, he bounced back. He had some rough games there when McKinney was out too uh, at the very beginning. But the last three weeks, Zach Cunningham's been much better. He's up over 100 tackles again this year. Um, he's making a lot of plays. I mean, you want it to be as close to the line of scrimmage as possible. It's, you know, it's... It, serves nobody any, any any it doesn't serve a purpose when you're making 130 tackles in a year and they're mostly 3 to 5 yards deep you know it's you want your average depth of tackle to be a lot closer to the the line of scrimmage i still think they're overpaying him but i'm not as i'm not as concerned cuz there was there were games where he was atrocious you get paid that much money you sign a brand new contract and that's the first thing you show is that level of yeah. play. That was scary. But you're right. It has it has gotten better for him. He has played better. And I think I think some of it was just, you know, he just needed to play his technique and stop doing so much freelancing.
2: This is one thing I don't quite understand about the cap, so maybe you can explain this to me. So Whitney Merciless next year would be fifteen million in dead money. And essentially you're not you're not saving anything on the cap because you get no cap savings. In fact, you're paying an extra three. So,
4: so his base number is eighteen next year. Uh,
2: his cap number is twelve, but because of the way the contract structured, if you cut him before June first, you'd have fifteen million in okay. dead money, and you'd have, and essentially yeah. three million. You'd be minus three million. On right. It. Yeah. So it's not like you get anything back. Right. Why did? Why is it different when you trade guys? Like if you gave somebody a six round pick to take Whitney Merciless? Why
4: is what different? Well,
2: what's the the difference? Well, you cap? still
4: get hit, so you still get. So they do it a lot different now. They do guaranteed money, where it used to be: all right, this is the the signing bonus, and it will be prorated over, you know, four years. And so, if your signing bonus was twenty million over four years, that was five million dollars for each of those years. And so, however many years were left once you traded them, they all accelerated, and that was the hit you took. If you wanted to trade Whitney Merciless uh, next year, uh, I th- you'd have to see what the the signing bonus number is. But I don't think that's the dead cap number. I think it's that's if he was cut, right?
2: Yeah. Or is that? Yeah. yeah. But it is it is different because it, yeah, like when they they traded Osweiler, they got all that money off there that they would have been stuck with. Well, because so. somebody
4: else is still paying the contract. If you if you cut them, then you have to pay all the guaranteed money that was still uh, available or still coming to them prorated. And usually, it was that signing bonus number that was prorated out over the years. So that's the difference. You can trade them and. You have an acceleration of the the signing bonus is what is what hits you from a cap standpoint, but then you you're you're rid of that contract. So in this case, I think the Texans would probably save money if they traded him. Uh, but no one's uh, that's irrelevant. That's high, yeah. that, I mean, no one's taking Whitney
2: Mercer. Yeah.
1: All right, beat Not it. Not a trade. <laughs> All right. in the words of John, beat it. I know.
2: Thanks, man. Good stuff. We'll I wish see you guys. <laughs> I like, wish you could stick around, frankly. But, uh, you know, you've
1: got to, you've got to tell the people where to get their brakes done.
2: Yeah. Well, you get the, you get your brakes done in the comfort of your own home or while you're sitting in your office, because that's what new Brakes does. And, uh, they, I'm telling you, I get stuff all the time from listeners. So they came to my place, they were super nice and quick and you know, they just did a great job and that's what new Brakes does. They come to you and you get quality work 20 to 50% more affordable than shops and dealers. It's backed by a 24-month, 24 24,000-mile 24, warranty. And the cool thing is, if you just go to newbrakes.com, mention ESPN, you're going to get 10% off your service. They're going to get right back to you, get everything set up. They come to you. Now is not the time to be going and sitting in a, in a shop and waiting around for a couple hours while you get your brakes fixed when they can come and do it for you. dot com is the website. Go there today. Jake and the gang will take care of you. And you're going to get great work from great people and you don't have to leave your house NewBreaks.com, mention ESPN 10% off your service, that's NewBreaks.com
0: You're listening to The Blitz Blitz. Blitz. on ESPN 97.5
1: All right, guys, I got to tell you again about Pajamagram. You looking for the softest pajamas ever made in the history of time? Welp, there you go. Pajamagram's got a micro velvet on the tempting touch pajamas only available at Pajamagram. It's a new fabric, silky smooth, addictively soft, irresistible to wear, and they beg to be touched. They hug the curves they keep her cozy it's all the things that are going to make her happy that's what that's what we're looking for we want to make the ladies happy and in turn we become happy and guys there is something for everybody if she's not into that They've got some sexy pajamas. They've got some uh they've got some cozy pajamas. They've got something for everyone. If you want pajamas for your daughters or, or your sons, wake up on Christmas morning wearing matching pajamas, they got it there at pajamagram.com. Uh, go to pajamagram.com and here's a great thing free gift packaging on top of all that. You can't beat that deal. Fast, easy delivery on Christmas is guaranteed. Pajamagram.com. Tell them AJ Hoffman from ESPN ninety sent you.
0: You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman.
2: And we're back on The Blitz. as a locally-based company. Gal Media believes in the concept of supporting local businesses, jobs, in our community. So we're asking you, our listeners, to hashtag KeepItLocal. When you're shopping, eating out, taking out, or buying services, consider a local business. And share your great experiences with hashtag KeepItLocal.com. Listen for sponsors that support ESPN 975 and 925. Then hashtag keep it local with them. Learn more at espn slash keep it local. Uh, Jason Braddock texted me to tell me if you trade Merciless post June 1st next year, Houston saves 10.5 mil with only 1.5 mil in dead cap.
1: The problem is, how do you, who do you find that wants him? You know what I mean?
2: You got to hope Bill O'Brien gets hired somewhere. Jets hire <laughs> but, Bill O'Brien. I mean,
1: that's... But you know what? I mean, It's nice to think, okay, yeah, well, let's trade him. That, that's no, but I mean, I that,
2: but again, I'm, I mean, I'm trying to figure out a way out of the contract. So maybe you give somebody a six-round pick like they did with the, giving the Browns a second-round pick to take him off your hands, and then they whack him, you know? I'm, I'm. I'm just looking for ways to get him off the roster and not be crippled on the cap. Yeah, I, so, I mean that, that's I, it's all.
1: it's a nice thought, but I, I don't. I kind of think you're uh, you're a little bit stuck.
2: Uh, I, no, I think you are, but you never know, man. If you find one of his former that's true. assistant coaches is coaching somewhere and says, "Hey, I can fix him," then uh, you know maybe Mike Vrabel's looking at it going, "Oh, he was so much better when I was there." Yeah. So anyway, let's do dumbass report.
1: Uh, yeah, let's say you are in Atlanta in the mall, Neiman Marcus, and. You've got to uh, adjust your pants. You may want to make sure that uh, how you adjust your pants doesn't cause your firearm to go off inside. Ooh, he pulled store. a Plaxico. Not yeah. wise, guys. Uh, witnesses initially indicated there may have been a dispute occurring between two individuals when they heard a shot fired. However, officers have uncovered additional information showing there was no dispute related to this. Instead, a male was walking through the store and adjusting his pants... When the firearm he had in his waistband discharged. The shot was accidental and fortunately no one was injured by the bullet. Although it did send, send patrons running for the doors. Uh, yeah, course. I'm
2: pretty sure if you're out and about and you hear gunshots, you
1: run. Yeah, that's that's the move. Uh, Well, here we are in Texas where an openly gay Texas teenager went home, uh, went to school wearing nail polish. What do you think happened? Mm, nothing. He was suspended. Oh. Is that, like is nail polish even that big of a deal? I know a
2: lot of straight guys that
1: wear nail polish. My son wears nail polish when he plays. My younger son, when he's catching. Yeah. Like a lot of kids do. A lot of baseball kids a lot of wear pros nail do. polish. Yeah.
2: Jason Castro always had it. He always had a bright pink.
1: When I did jiu-jitsu, I would sometimes paint my toenails just because I thought it was funny. I, I didn't know that was that big of a deal. Um... But Clyde High School uh, says that you're not allowed to wear. uh, It's Clyde Consolidated Independent School District says you're not allowed to wear nail polish. Uh, Men are prohibited from wearing makeup and or nail polish. That's not fair. So kid got suspended. Hmm. Um, Let's go with this one. This doesn't seem like uh, the right time to be an anti-masker when you're robbing a bank. (laughs) Uh, So he walked in with the mask on, and I think, you know. Dumbass. He felt like, you know. this
2: It's one of the most positive things about the mask is if you're a bank robber.
1: Yeah, if you're going to do crime, wear the mask. Uh, And he actually did wear a mask into the bank. Because it, I, presumably there's probably someone there, like making sure you don't walk into the mess. But once he decided to tell the teller, like, "Hey, hand over the dough," he pulled his mask down. So of course, there's, did he maybe tell her once and she went, "What?" And he was like, "That's what I would do. I'd say, 'Sir, I would sir, i can not understand you through your mask.'" And then he pulled down the mask and was like, "Hey, by the way, give me the money." Yeah, and then that's well, that's what she did. She gave him the money. He got away with an undetermined amount of money. But now the Jackson, Mississippi police are looking for him, and they have a picture of his whole entire face. Maybe a good time to be on that team mask, Would yeah, it yeah. just seems like it would have been wiser.
2: Not wise, guys.
1: And uh, finally, a uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, two people are now in jail after uh, they led the cops on a, on a chase and ended up in a crash. Officer turned on their lights and sirens to get help. Uh, another officer when a truck that was driving in front of the officer took off instead of moving over to allow the officers to pass. The driver then led police on a chase before crashing into a fence and tree outside of a nursing home. Police said the driver of the vehicle ran from the scene, leaving two women behind in the truck, so he's a real gentleman. Uh, Police said one of the women, Lacey Birch, was arrested on a complaint of harboring a fugitive for trying to help him escape. Birch also had a warrant out for her arrest in Texas. The driver is Tyler Smithy, uh, who has a warrant out for connection to shooting with intent to kill. Wow. So, yeah, pretty serious stuff. Dumbass. And are, there, is... are
2: there many Lacies that aren't hot? I,
1: you know, I don't know many Lacies that aren't hot. I'm just asking. Yeah, right. I don't know if I've ever met one. Hmm. The one at least cute.
2: Yeah. All right, that's going to wrap it up for a Monday. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll have football tomorrow, too. That'll all be on 92.5, right? The Cowboys game.
1: No. the uh, Oh, yes. the Cowboys they game will be on 92.5. Yes. Okay.
2: All right. Hope everybody has a uh, good rest of their evening. Till tomorrow, stay Rona-free, bitches.
0: ESPN 97.5. We'll be right
4: back after this break.